This podcast was made by SmoothJazzandMore.com for the express purpose of entertaining our audience. Any broadcast, retransmission, or any other use of this podcast without the express written consent of Smooth Jazz and More is strictly prohibited. Copyright 2009, SmoothJazzandMore.com. All rights reserved. Interviews produced here at Smooth Jazz and More develop with Skype, voice over internet protocol, free video calls, and instant messaging over the internet. Plus, get great value on calls to phones anywhere in the world. No spyware or adware involved. Go to Skype.com and download the free software to get started today. We are talking with Sharon Robinson, who is the longtime collaborator of singer Leonard Cohen, and we appreciate you getting with us for this exclusive interview. Oh, well, thank you very much. It's my pleasure. All right. Uh, well, first off, I wanted to know, when did you discover music growing up? Oh, I <laughs> very, very early. I mean, I can remember singing along with, you know, television commercials when I was very small and uh, you know, I started taking piano lessons when I was, I think, about five or six, and uh, studied classical music all through my childhood. And um, all music was always kind of there, you know, for me, for as long as I can remember. When did you first start working with Leonard Cohen? Uh, I first started working with him in 1979. I was. Um, called in to audition for his tour, which is now known as the Field Commander Cohen Tour. Uh, and um, and that was it. You know, I got the job happily, and that was my first, uh, first experience working with him. Right. What was that first meeting like? Well, you know, it's kind of hard to remember. I remember being very impressed with uh, Leonard and uh, his whole operation. His persona, you know, he's he's very much of a gentleman and and uh, very sort of uh, charismatic fellow, shall we say. <laughs> so uh, I, I remember that. Other than that, I'm, you know, I I just I think I was sort of nervous as one is in an in an audition. So uh, right, I, don't I remember too much other than that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to. Yeah, that was my one of my next questions. Your thoughts on working with uh, your collaborator Leonard Cohen and what type of artist he is? Well, um, he is a very focused and uh, a very devoted artist. I mean, uh, his work is extremely important to him, and doing the best possible work. Um, with every effort is, is extremely important to him. Uh, and that has been something that, uh, that I've learned from and, and hopefully benefited from over the years. Right. Now tell me about the concept of one of your most recognizable songs, a thousand kisses deep. What inspired that, uh, track? Well, uh, Leonard had been, uh, in a Zen monastery, as you may know, for a number of years, 
which is where he wrote uh, a large portion of those lyrics. Um, and when he when he gave me the lyrics, uh, I uh, I you know we talked about the the concept of the song, the the various ideas that are represented in the song, and um, and then of course I tried to come up with a musical treatment for it that was. Uh, that that served the lyrics as best as possible. The ponies run, the girls are young, the odds are there to be. You win a while, and then it's done, your little winning streak. Rest is history. It's, it's turned out to be one of your most uh, recognizable songs. Yes, I, I I really like that melody, and um, I like also that it's that the that the song is being covered instrumentally, um, kind of as a jazz instrumental. It's it's uh, it's very uh, very satisfying. Right. The most recognizable uh, uh, person to do that is Chris Boti on right. one of his previous albums. Right. Now, I, I love Chris's playing. I think he does a beautiful job. Your list of people that you've worked with sounds like a who's who in the music business. Uh, <laughs> who did you enjoy working with other than Leonard Cohen? Oh my goodness, Patti LaBelle is uh, such an amazing, inspiring person. Uh, Aaron Neville, I really loved being in the studio with him. It was great fun. Uh, uh, the Pointer Sisters were a blast. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've I've been really lucky. I've I've uh, been able to meet and, and work with so many great artists. Songwriters that write for other artists, are, I would consider them to be the unsung heroes of the music business. Uh, <laughs> Carol King, Chris Christopherson, uh, do both songwriting and singing. That comes to mind. Um, someone similar to you would be uh, Bernie Taupin, who was a longtime collaborator with. Elton John, uh, w uh -huh. do you feel any envy for those artists who sing your songs or as opposed to writing and performing? No, no. I mean, I, I'm always thrilled when somebody covers a song of mine or records a song of mine. That's, that's an honor. And uh, as far as singing the songs, that's up to me to get, <laughs> to get that part of it done. But I'm, I'm, you know, I'm always thrilled. Now, what made you decide to finally record your own album after all these years? Well, I had been, you know, working toward that 
in various scenarios throughout my career, and for whatever reason, it just never really materialized. Uh, Sometimes I was, you know, close to record deals, and, you know, something would happen, and it wouldn't work out. But um, it's not really a new idea. (laughs) It's just something that I was finally able to, to accomplish after, you know, after all this time. Uh, a lot of it has to do with, you know, the fact that you can you can go ahead and make a record now without huge budgets and without relying on um, others necessarily. So that had a lot to do with it. The song Invisible Tattoo is currently playing on our playlist, and it sounds oh, different. You. No problem. <laughs> it sounds different than many of your previous works with Cohen, um, what did you want to do new with the new CD differently as opposed to past works? Well, my record sort of combines my the influence of, of Leonard with my uh, previous work as a, you know, really a pop songwriter who was writing for the marketplace and writing for the radio. And... Uh, you know, I was signed as a staff writer for many years to, you know, Geffen Music and MCA and Universal Music and um, all these publishing companies where you're, you know, you're basically writing for whomever is looking for songs at that time. Uh, kind of like, you know, the Carol King model. So um, uh, that was a large part of my background. And then after working with Leonard, I started, you know, getting a sense of how to find myself as, as an artist and where I might, uh, where I might focus my work. And so this record is kind of a combination of those two worlds, I would say. There's an Now, you've had some setbacks in the UK in regards to uh, distribution of the album. Uh, uh, Tell me about that. There was some uh, problem with the label, I guess. Yeah, well, the first label that uh, signed the record was distributed by a large distributor, I'm trying to think of the name of it, uh, which uh, unfortunately, because of the financial uh, crisis that happened last year, was had to close its doors. So, um, but fortunately, we were able to find another another label that was um, uh, doing okay and was uh, interested in picking up the record, which is Floating World uh, Records. Now, what would you recommend to an aspiring songwriter in terms of getting involved in the music business? What's the most important thing that you need to tell, that you would like to tell uh, someone in regards to getting involved? Well, let's see. (laughs) Um, I would say, you know, do your homework, do your best work, put your best foot forward, and don't give up. You just got finished with a European tour. Uh-huh. And I uh, wanted to find out where you'll be touring next. What's next on your agenda? 
Well, we're uh, in a couple of weeks from now, we start um, another U.S. leg of the tour where we go to some of the places that we didn't go the first time, um, starting in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And uh, we'll be going uh, to Pennsylvania, New York. We're going to do Madison Square Garden in New York City. And then we go on to, you know, places like Ohio, Illinois, Missouri. We will uh, do a show in Las Vegas, Nevada, toward the end of that leg. And that'll bring us up to uh, the holidays, pretty much. <laughs> I understand that uh, Leonard Cohen had uh, been taken to the hospital a couple of weeks ago. Have you been in contact with him, and do you know his uh, uh, current status? Oh, well, um, that was just one night. Um, he He got what we thought at the time was food poisoning, but it seems like it it might have been like a stomach virus, you know. And uh, that was in Valencia, Spain, but um, our next concert, I think, was Barcelona after that, and he was fine by then. So we've already done two additional concerts, and uh, he's doing absolutely fine. Uh, he, like anyone, uh, anyone with a stomach flu, it just took a... 24 hours or so for him to recover, and uh, he's completely back to normal. Now, do you have any websites that you want to tell your uh, uh, listeners about uh, where you can find your your uh, music? And yes, uh, well, um, I my main website is at um, SharonRobinsonMusic.com, and I also have um, a MySpace. Um, I think, which is Sharon Robinson Music at MySpace. And um, my record is available on iTunes and CD Baby and Amazon. Um, and in the UK and and Europe, it's available at the H&D stores. All right. The yeah. album is great. The album is called Everyone, Everybody Knows. Uh-huh. And of course, we're playing Invisible Tattoo in our daily playlist with great demand. And want to thank Sharon Robinson for giving us the opportunity to interview her about her new album and her uh, past work with the legendary Leonard Cohen. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me.